Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about happiness, right? Happiness, we all want to be happy. And don't worry, don't be fooled by the title. This isn't a podcast episode about toxic positivity or just be happy, right? Like just be happier if you're not, just be happy. So let's dive in. Let's talk first about happiness. That's the goal, right? That's the goal. We, a lot of times, will have, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, probably big financial goals. Maybe you want to become debt free, or you want to buy the house, or you want to pay for the wedding, or buy the car, whatever. Even though the goal is a financial based goal, the reason we want that goal is because most likely we think it will bring us more freedom and freedom will probably make us happier, right? And so we want to hit these financial goals so we can experience more of that. We can experience more of the happiness and more of the financial freedom. So here's the thing. It's great when you're happy. It's great. I want you to be so happy. I want you to have complete joy. And if you think about the last time you had that moment, right? That moment where you just thought, man, if I could just bottle this up and keep this forever, that would be everything, right? Um, I've had that so many times where I am just looking around. This happens every single year on Christmas, but I mean, obviously so many times in between that. But for some reason, when I think of that moment of like pure joy, pure happiness, I think of, I love Christmas. I love Christmas decorations. And I think of being at home at at my parents and, um, you know, with Shay and with my siblings and, just there, you know, there's Christmas music and there's Christmas decorations, and maybe we're watching Harry Potter and maybe we're playing a game and we're laughing. And it I, every single year, every single year, there's a moment where I think, I wish I could just bottle up this feeling and feel it all the time. That feeling of happiness, safety, joy, contentment, everything. Okay. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Our society has taught us two things. We've turned happiness into a problem. We've turned happiness into a problem because even though it's great when you're happy, it's not wrong or bad if you're not happy. So here are the two problems that has happened from this idea 
that, you know, we want to be happy all the time. The first one, and this is just as it pertains to money. Okay. The first one is that you need to spend your way to happy. You need to spend your way to happy. Okay. And we're going to talk about, break this down in a minute. The second one is the belief that if you're not happy, you need to fix yourself. If you're not happy, you need to fix yourself. There's something wrong with not being happy. So let's start with the first one, the need to spend our way to happy. And let's break this down. How often do you use spending as a way to feel better? How often do you use spending as a way to feel better? Maybe you had a bad day at work. Maybe you had a fight with your partner. How often do you drive to Target or open your laptop to online shop when you're in a down mood? I can remember very vividly when I worked in corporate, when I lived um, back in Iowa, I worked, my job was on it, like around the corner. It was like two blocks away from Target, TJ Maxx, and then other stores. But those were like my, my kryptonite, right? I love those. And any time, any time I had a bad day at work, I knew I was driving out of the work parking lot and turning left and not right. Right would take me home. Left would take me to Target and TJ Maxx. And like clockwork, if I had a bad day at work, I would turn left. And if I had a good day, I would turn right. I, I, I was ready to go home. I was ready to, you know, go work out and, and eat dinner and hang out with Shay and do all the things. But if I had a bad day, I did not turn right unless I was in a hurry for something, right? Um, I turned left and I would go to TJ Maxx or Target and I would shop until I felt happier. I would shop until I felt happier. So how often, how often do you do that? Does that show up in your life? And maybe it's not driving to Target or TJ Maxx, or maybe it's a, you know, it's a different insert, whatever store is your go-to. And maybe it's online shopping. Maybe, you know, you pull up and you go to whatever that may be. Maybe whatever Instagram ad pops up on your story that day, you just buy from there. And when it happens, when you go and, and shop, when you're in a, in a bad down mood, you might feel better in the moment. You might feel that rush of immediate happiness, right? You're like, oh, I feel so good. I bought this. I'm happy in this moment, but it doesn't fill that initial void. It doesn't fill that initial void. Maybe you come home and put your clothes away and then that empty feeling comes back right? You, you get them out of the bag, you hang them in your closet. You're like, oh yes. And then you go and sit down. And then all of a sudden that distraction is gone and that empty feeling comes back. Because here's the thing, spending doesn't make us happy. Spending is a quick bandaid on a deeper problem. Okay. So that, that's the first thing. And we're going to talk about solutions. Don't worry. I'm not just going to point out a problem and leave you hanging. We're going to talk about solutions in a second, but I want to now talk about the second big problem when it comes to spending. Remember the first one was the need to spend our way to happiness. And the second one is the belief that if you're not happy, you need to fix yourself. Wow. Excuse me. 
Okay. Um, the second one is the belief that if you're not happy, you need to fix yourself. So let's talk about number two. We are taught that happiness is the thing that we need. Happiness is the thing that we need. And so if you're not happy, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. We need to cover that up. We need to put on a face. We need to mask those feelings. When the truth is that as humans, we are allowed to feel the entire range of emotions. It's okay and it's a good thing to be able to feel and express sadness, to be able to feel and express frustration, to be able to feel and express all of those things that you're feeling that aren't happiness, right? And you wouldn't even know what happiness was if you didn't sadness. If you were happy every single day, there wouldn't really be happiness because that would be all that you knew. But for some reason, we associate sadness or being upset or anger, frustration, or just feeling down or feeling empty. We equate that to mean there's something wrong with us and that we're broken and we need fixed. And it's so easy, especially in you know today's day and age, in today's day and age of social media, when you're having a bad day, all you have to do is open Instagram and scroll through and watch everyone else have a good day, right? And it feels like that sometimes. You scroll through your feed and very rarely do you see somebody posting on their feed like, hey, I had a horrible day. I'm really down on myself. I just um, went to Target to try to fix it. I overspent. Now I feel guilty and I'm, I'm just feeling really sad. You know, rarely do we see that, right? We see Target haul. Here's my Target haul. Look at all these awesome things. Oh my gosh, here's I'm celebrating this at work or here's a motivation today or I just finished my workout or whatever that may be, whatever that may look like. And so it hurts even deeper, right? We're like, there's really something wrong with me because I'm looking for evidence that this is normal and all I see is the happiness. And I'm not telling people that, you know, you're wrong if you post on social media about the good stuff or the motivation or the excitement in your life. That's okay. Right? That's okay. It's you're not there's not something wrong with you either for not posting about those hard things if that's not something you want to share. But what we need to do is normalize the full range of emotions. We need to normalize these things. Because if you, every single time you're upset, think you're broken, of course, you're going to look for something to fix that. Of course, you're going to look for something to fix that. And here's what happens. Two things. One, what we just talked about, we go and spend, we try to spend our way to happiness. And the second thing is we don't actually develop and work through those emotions. We just put a bandaid on them, right? If you're upset, and you go to Target to try to spend your way out of that. Then you come home and you just try to ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. That's still there. That's still there. We haven't gotten to the root of that um, feeling. We haven't allowed ourselves to fully heal from that and dive into that and investigate what's going on there. So now that we kind of talked about these two things that are coming up, let's talk about what we can do. Let's talk about what we can do instead. 
that allows us to have that full range of, of human emotion and, and work through this instead of putting a Band-Aid on it. So the first thing I want you to do, the first thing I want you to do is to identify when you spend or have that need to spend. When are the times? And there might be times when you're really happy and you're like, I still feel like going to Target. I still feel like doing online shopping. That's okay. But write them down in a week or in two weeks or however long. When are the moments that you have that urge to go shopping? And I want you to especially think about when you're having a bad day, is that something that you immediately think about doing? Is that something that you immediately think about doing? Okay. So identify when those moments are. Number two, what is the emotion that you are trying to fix or cover up? What is the emotion that you are trying to fix or cover up? Now, for me, I can remember my corporate job, that emotion was anything negative, right? Anything negative. If I was frustrated at work for feeling like I wasn't being listened to, or if I was feeling that empty feeling like, you know, I feel like I'm made for more than just clocking in and clocking out every single day, in and out, all day long, in and out, all day long. And I just kept trying to fix that. I kept trying to cover that up. And especially when that voice inside of me would say, is this what you're going to be doing your whole life? Are you going to be working, uh, you know, eight to five all day, every day for the rest of your life? I, I can't even describe to you, and I'll make a whole nother episode on this, but how I honestly felt like there was something wrong with me because nobody else felt that way at, at my work. Right. Everyone was like, I'd be like, hey, happy Monday. And they'd be like, oh, well, yep, just another day in the office. It's not Friday. And I'm like, this is how you want to live. This is how you want to live. And nobody else found that weird. And so I would, I would just struggle with that so hard. And oftentimes, instead of getting to the root of those emotions or being like, hey, maybe this just isn't, maybe I need to start doing something else, I would just try to fix that. So number two, what is the emotion or emotions that you're trying to fix or cover up? Number three, have you felt the entirety of this emotion? Have you felt the entirety of that emotion? So often you'll feel frustration. Okay. You'll feel frustration. You'll try to shop, try to cover it up. You'll leave that lingering there inside of you. And then something else will happen. And it immediately, you freak out, right? Like you just, that's the line. It got crossed and you just kind of explode. And so often it's because in the first case scenario, when you were upset, you didn't let yourself feel the entire feelings. You just felt a little bit of it and said, nope, not today. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm not entertaining that. And so then it spilled out so much more the next time or the next week. We have to allow ourselves to feel everything in that moment. Number four, what are constructive ways that you can get to the bottom of this? Now, I want to take a quick caveat to this and tell you that I'm not telling you what are the constructive ways you can get to the bottom of this if you are experiencing anxiety or depression or anything else of that realm. I'm not saying 
oh, well, if you feel that, just here are the ways you can fix it, right? I'm not saying that at all. I am talking about those, I don't want to say surface level feelings, but those, um, the the human, the, the feelings that everyone feels of happiness, sadness, um, you know, maybe that little bit of emptiness, loneliness, upsetness. I don't think that's a word, but things like that. I'm talking about that. Okay. So as a reminder, I'm not talking about depression or anxiety or anything else like that. Okay. I'm talking about our range of emotions and for our range of emotions, what are constructive ways that you can get to the bottom of it? So let's talk about therapy, right? We're it's 2020 baby. Therapy is not something that you go to if you are, you know, there's something wrong with you or, you know, you have to whisper about or it's embarrassing. Everyone should be going to therapy, right? Therapy is simply the being able to sit in those emotions, talk through them with a trusted um, licensed expert who can help you work through them instead of covering them up. Okay. So seriously, here's your, if you're looking for a sign, this is it therapy. Next one, journaling, right? Allowing yourself to experience and express what you're actually feeling. Get it out on paper. A lot of times in our brains, we can't work through this, right? In your own thought process, you can't work through this. Being able to just word vomit and write it out can be really helpful. Asking for support, asking for help, asking for help. Also, creating a, a solution or a plan. You know, there are those those things that are coming up for you. Maybe you're always going and shopping or spending because you're super sad about your relationship. Maybe you're in a toxic relationship. So maybe you do need to create a plan or create a solution of leaving that relationship or setting more boundaries. Maybe you're in a toxic job and you need to set more boundaries or create a plan to quit and leave that toxic job. Okay. So I I do want you to be thinking of the constructive ways that you can get to the bottom of those feelings instead of putting a bandaid on it. Number five, what are different outlets? Okay. What are different outlets? I'm not telling you that Hey, you're having a, a crappy day and you're going to, you know, maybe go to therapy and, and work through this and then everything's fixed, right? Again, fixing it is not always the thing that we need to do. We don't always need to fix the problem. We don't always need to fix the emotion. But also, it's great to have healthy outlets for you. So maybe at the end of the day, you've, you know, you've taken the steps and you've kind of gotten to the bottom of where that sadness is coming from but you're still feeling that. So maybe it's time to say, you know what? I want to go and do something that will be a really good outlet for me. Maybe that's working out. Maybe that's reading. Maybe that's walking. Maybe that's meditation. Maybe that's creating a playlist. Maybe that is, uh, you know, writing a letter to a friend. Maybe that's calling a friend. There's so many different cleaning your place, right? Think of something that will still give you that good feeling, right? That good feeling of, oh man, I feel so happy that I just got all my laundry done or that I checked off some stuff of my to-do list or that I finally called grandma or that I finally did whatever I needed to do. Find those other outlets that do still feel really good, but maybe aren't just spending money. And number six, forgive yourself for being human. Stop getting upset with yourself 
when you feel sad. Stop getting mad at yourself when you feel mad. You are allowed to feel all of those feelings and you're not broken. There's not something wrong with you if you aren't happy today. That's okay. It's okay to not be happy. But what I don't want to to see continue for you if you're in this cycle is you feel something different than happiness. So you shop to fix it. Then you feel guilt because you that was out of alignment or you overspent. Then you feel shame for feeling that guilt. And then you say, you know what? Screw it. And you go and spend more because you want to stop feeling that shame and guilt. And I see this all the time. And we have to stop this cycle because we can't spend in alignment when we're constantly spending as a band-aid. Okay? Whoo, man. Whoo. That's a little heavy of an episode today, but I really, this needs to be talked about more often. Okay. So thank you so much for honoring yourself, honoring your financial journey, honoring your feelings and tuning in today for this episode of the Deeper the Money podcast. And I will see you back next week. 